Welcome back to another episode of Fostering Conversations, a podcast nurturing discussions centered around foster care, adoption, special needs, parenting, and child well-being. I'm your host, Shay Stinson. I'm the junior content creator for Siraj Family Homes Incorporated. Founded in 1987, Siraj Family Homes Incorporated is a national foster care agency specializing in serving children with special and therapeutic needs. On this episode of Fostering Conversations, we're going to hear from Alana and Deborah Heining. Alana is a vibrant young woman that's using her pageant platform to be an advocate for adoption and foster care. Her mom, Deborah, is her biggest supporter. Well, my name is Deborah Heining. Uh, I'm 59. I have uh, worked in the dental field since I was 17, and I am now the office manager uh, at Oxford Dental Care. Um, I am a Alexandria student. I'm a senior. I'm 18 years old. I currently work at Dental Soft with my mom. Um, I plan to attend Dental Hygiene School at Gaston State University. Um, I plan to attend a, a pediatric dentist after I get out of a general dentist I work at right now. And Alana, do you remember much about the adoption process? Were you aware of your adoption? No, ma'am, I don't really remember anything. I remember my older sister is being adopted and going through all that, but me being adopted, I do not remember anything of that sort. I had a good childhood, so I never can remember anything bad or anything at all. I guess she's right. been raised just like I, yeah. one of doesn't yeah. know what's about adoption. My older two sisters, uh, they remember everything. You know, they were adopted at, I think, eight years old, nine Seven years and old. Eight. Yeah, somewhere around there, and they remember it vividly. But you know, me growing up in a amazing household, I never really remember anything about no. the bad. She was two hardship. two years old when her adoption was finalized, so she doesn't she didn't remember anything. She's seen the pictures of you know us holding her and with the judge there, and you know she's seen those papers, but she's big event. Okay, and like you said, she came to your home at three days old, so you're the only mom she's really uh, bonded to, correct? Yes, ma'am. And and so growing up, was Alana told that she was adopted, or was there a point where you revealed that to her? How did that work? Uh, we were always open and upfront with all of the children. They, you know, they knew from, you know, the two oldest were seven and eight when they were finalized adoption so they knew they were adopted but with Alana she has always known she was adopted and so has Jenna. Yeah since I was about four years old I remember my mom saying to me you know you're from my heart I didn't birth you but you're from my heart and I love you like my own you know you are my own. Oh yeah they would she would ask she'd say "Um, did you carry me in your tummy and I said nope I carried you in my heart. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I love that. I'm I'm gonna have to definitely quote that. Um so so Miss Miss Deborah, tell me about Alana. Um I hear and I saw her beautiful pictures that she is involved in the world of pageantry. So tell me about your children, Alana and the other children, hobbies, dreams, goals. Um, what what have you picked up? about all your children, your adoptive children? Well, Alana, as a child, she was always very shy. Alana was born drug addicted, and so she had tremors when she was born and had withdrawals from the drugs. So as she got a little older, she had anxiety, and uh, she's always been very 
she would hide behind me. She never would talk to people and she was very shy. So uh, when she was about three years old, I thought, well, I will, I will put her in pageants and maybe that will bring her out of her shell. So she gets to talk to other little girls and she's out there and she goes on stage. Well, um, at three years old, the anxiety was not um, a problem for her in pageants. It is now because she understands the concept, but at three years old, she just wanted to be out on stage and for people to see her. Um, <laughs> matter of fact, at three, she walked on the stage by herself. She wouldn't let me walk out with her. So, <laughs> and she won her first, her first pageant at three years old. We had went to just a little local pageant. Uh, I didn't know anything about the pageant world and this was what they called a glitz pageant. And um, so I took her in. She had, you know, she had a pretty dress, but nothing compared to the little girls that was in the pageant. I mean, they had all the rhinestones. Hers had pearls and was pink. And she walked out on the stage. Well, I didn't know anything about how they, how they did the categories. Well, they called mm-hmm. her, they didn't call her out. And then they said, and our grand supreme is Alana Hining. And I'm like, what? I'm undressing her at that point because I thought, okay, she didn't play. So we're going, you know, no big deal. And so I'm trying to get her dressed back on the stage. And I did go by myself that day. My husband kept the girls, other girls, and stayed home because I didn't know how this was going to go with her being so little. But needless to say, we had a six-foot trophy. We had to bring home a robe and several crowns. And from then on, she was hooked. She wanted to do pageants. So she's oh. done them all her life. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So she was, um, she was very excited because she did get a teddy bear. I think that's what she's more excited about. She didn't understand that she'd won the highest score in the whole pageant. Wow. Yeah, I was just so, about to say that because I've, I've watched some of those pageant TLC shows or whatever. So the Grand Supreme is the one everybody's trying to get. Wow. Yes, ma'am. And we were just, you know we were newbies we didn't know anything about the pageants and what they did and why they did it i just thought okay it's a beauty pageant we'll do this one you know so um it was very exciting and also now we know now alana doesn't like glitz pageants now she will not do a glitz but she likes a natural pageant which i'm good i'm glad she does because I, i'm really not into the the glitz thing either yeah they they it's on a different level for sure it's like it's so the makeup is more extreme. So, yeah, I get that. I appreciate that. Alana, tell me about being in pageants as a, as a young child. What do you remember about the pageants? I've always, you know, as mom said, been a nervous child. But when I'm on the stage, when I was younger, it was like a home for me, a, a sanctuary, a common place where I would go. So as when I was young, I was doing pageants, it kind of brought me out of my shell. You know, doing them has always been... You know, a little difficult at times doing interviews and stuff like that, but being on stage has always been a calming and a home for me. You know, making new friends, talking to new girls, and always doing that has been. Do you participate in any other theater arts, like uh, drama or plays or anything like that? <laughs> drama at home? Yes, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I- Sadly, I, I can't dance or I can't, I can't sing, so. Okay. We, we aggravate her. And my son, um, her nickname at home is Princess. And uh, we've always aggravated her. She hated it to start with, but now she's like, oh, whatever. And because we'll say, um, if she's having a girl drama moment and all, 
We'll say, Princess, it'll be fine. Just calm down. It'll be fine. You know, so. <laughs> My son even well, taught his daughter a coffee last year. It says, uh, we all can't be princess. Somebody has to wave to us. So I said, that's it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, so, and, and your other children, all of them are older than Atlanta. Um, how, how did they embrace the pageant world because I heard that you have two more girls so sometimes when one child is doing something the other children aren't doing there's conflict so how how did they embrace Alana being in the pageant world well they always encouraged her the two oldest ones you know encouraged her to to do her best and you know they always told her you know how pretty she was and that she was going to be in Miss America one day so they always uplifted her with that but they didn't wow. really they were in they both did a pageant also, but that wasn't their cup of tea. They didn't like it and didn't want to do it anymore. What What are their general interests? What kind of things are they into? Um, their main thing was just being with friends. They didn't really have any big interests. They jumped from one thing to other. They did some cheerleading and they did basketball and they did some things, but they never really stuck with anything. Right. Okay. That's my daughter. Um, <laughs> so you sound like a yeah. very active and hands-on mom. You sound like you were very involved in all the activities. Tell me, have you considered adopting more children or are you fostering now? What are you doing now? No, ma'am. I'm 59 and Alana and Jenna are 14 and 18 and they are, they keep me busy enough. I, I don't see how that I would have time for, you know, to adopt another child and give that child for you know the things they need um right. but i do encourage younger people that you know that want children or who have older children that would like to foster i do encourage that alana in her pageants her her first pageant with interview um she didn't really have a platform at that time but the lady that interviewed her talked to her about foster care and adoption and Alana was very good and she come out and she said this child if she doesn't have a platform her platform needs to be from foster care to adoption because she spoke so well about it and about the things that because after we adopted Alana and Jenna and Jordan and Kayla we did go back to foster care for a little while and we had at one point I had eight children in the house by four that I had adopted my son was already uh, grown and moved out and then I had four other children so she remembers the things about the children coming to the foster house or coming to our home and as foster children and remembers them bringing stuff in and uh, plastic bags and and knowing the hurt and stuff they had of, you know, having to leave their home and if they were going to get to go back and knowing how blessed she was to be adopted and that she didn't have to go through that as a teenager or a nine-year-old. There was never an issue in her life because she was adopted before she but, ever knew she was a foster child. Yeah, but I see it. And, you know, me being like, you know, I could have went through that. I could have been. I'm blessed not to be able to have to go through that. Tell me about your platform. Um, what do you want adoptive children or foster children to know about your feelings about adoption and fostering? What, tell me more about your platform. Um, as a child, you know, not going through it and not being able to experience what the hurt, the pain they've been through. I've always wanted children and girls, even even little boys, to understand they can do anything they want in life. You know, your past or your mother or 
anything like that, no matter what you've been through, you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. And me being in pageants, you know, it's always like, you know, I'm blessed. Look at me, I'm here, you know, and always let them know that they are, they're amazing and they can do anything they want to do. You know, the thing about pageants is um, a lot of people don't know the hard work that it goes that goes into participating in pageants. And one of the things that you see when you look at the pageant world is parents wanting everyone to, you know, see the best in their child, show their child off. So the fact that you're able to build a platform of adoption and foster fostering that says, you know, my mom, even though she didn't birth me, like you said, she carried you in, in, in her heart. She still wants to show you off to the world. She, she, you know, a lot of people might miss that message. So that's good that you're able yeah. to tell, you know, youth, you know, even though I came from a broken family in the sense where me and my biological mom were separated, I still was blessed with a mom that nurtured me. So I like that. She's always told people that there's sometimes a stigma on foster children and that people don't understand that it's not the children's mm -hmm. fault that they're in that situation and that she would love to see that stigma taken off of these children because they don't deserve that. And I, you know, people that go through foster care and come out of the system, they want to go back into the drug related or whatever situation that caused them and go back right into it. When I'm thinking, you know, you can do anything you want in life. She should be better. She should be stronger in the situation. Yeah, I've always told them that, you know, there there's a circle, and that at some point you have to break that that circle, and you mm -hmm. have to break free the drugs, the poverty, or anything that they went through, and know that God didn't create them the same way. God created everyone to be their own person and to move forward. Right. Okay. And right. to glorify. You know that you can be anything you want to be there's a lot of people that has become famous and and live great lives that grew up in bad situations so that doesn't define you in the pageant yeah. world it's large it's so big and you know like miss america she gets to travel the world and adventure her places and teach her message and being able to promote my platform that's gonna be amazing, you know. And no, not I haven't seen one person do foster care adoption. I have not um, a queen be able to promote that, and I would love to promote that. That would be amazing. And yeah, whatever Siraj Family Homes can do to help you promote that, we are definitely on board because that, just the exposure that you would have in those roles would reach so many people and just, you know, show the youth, you know, it doesn't matter what, what your background is, what matters is now and your future, and you can always set your own path. So I love that. Um, you are a very bright young lady, um, Alana, and, and I hope, now true story, this is a sidebar, I was working for an airport once and I had a little bitty lady come in, and she was the sweetest lady I had ever met. She was so little, <laughs> so petite, and that lady at the time was the second lady of the United States, and now she's getting ready to be the first lady of the United States. 
So, I say that from meeting Dr. Jill Biden, I hope that I can look back one day and say, you know what? I did an interview with our Miss America or our Miss Universe. <laughs> that would be nice. So, one last question for both of you or either of you. What would you tell children who are currently waiting to be adopted and have possibly lost hope? What would you tell those kids? I would tell those children that there's families out there that need to be educated of how much love that you can have for a child that does not, not your blood, not part of you, but as you raise them, they become you. They're part of you. They're part of your life. They're part of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to give up hope and all. And even if, if they're not adopted, they can be so much more when they, gra- when they get out of foster care. They can be anything they want to be, and maybe they need to adopt and foster children themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, children that are in foster care now, it's so hard to see how much hurt and pain they are putting as five-year-olds or, you know, whatever age they are. And I would just love to tell them that, you know, it's so hard. I know it's hard. And just keep pushing and keep moving forward and be the person you're supposed to be. You know, never let anyone tell you you're not loved or you're not there, you know, because God's got you. You know, God's always there for you. And if you believe in him, he'll push you through. I love it. Do you ever see yourself adopting or fostering when you're an adult and starting family? I do. I I plan to, you know, this this generation is hard to adopt and hard to get in a foster care. But I believe that I will. It's a a tough situation for me. And, you know, I'm not as strong as my mom. And my mom's pretty strong, you know. And Funny story is... (laughs) Um, another I call her my daughter because she came to live with us when she was 16 she wasn't in foster care but she had a terrible family life so she came to live with us and so she's actually one of Alana's sisters and um, Mm -hmm. she had a baby and she wanted Alana last year to photograph Alana does photography and so she wanted Alana to come photograph the birth and all after Alana photographed first, she said how wonderful it was, but she said, I don't know if I can do that. I may just adopt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's an interesting process, ain't it? <laughs> well, I have enjoyed talking to you guys. Um, and like I said, I hope to say that one day I interview the Miss Universe and Miss America. Um is there anything else you guys want to add to the conversation? Only thing that I would add is uh, to foster parents out there, um, it's not easy. Sometimes it's hard, but it's just like with your own children. Some days they'll break your heart, but the next day when they put your ar- their arms around you, it's all worth it. You know, go into this with a, the look outlook of this may be my child. This wow. may be the child that God sent. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you both. And that'll conclude our interview. And good luck with all your pageants, Ms. Alana. Thank you. That's all for this episode of Fostering Conversations. Thanks for joining us again. Fostering Conversations is sponsored by Siraj Family Homes Incorporated and Al Hodge Incorporated. Learn more at www.sirajfh.com. Signing off, this has been your host, Shay Stinson.